Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Today in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is one of my favorite books of the Bible, and it is a book that is full of instructions. It's a book that helps us and that teaches us how to live wisely. Uh, many of you know that King Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs, and I believe that he was well qualified to do so because when he was made king, he asked God to give him wisdom, and God did it. And God is no respecters of persons. If he did it for King Solomon, he can do it for us. In fact, his word says, it tells us, that anyone, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask for it and he will give it to them. And so I thank God for, for the wisdom that he has blessed us today. Um, in Proverbs 23, 7, it says, as a man or woman thinks in his heart or her heart, so is he or she. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Many of us have heard the phrase, you are what you eat. That simply means if we constantly eat foods that are not healthy for the body, junk food is what we call it, if we continue to eat that, then our body is going to become sluggish and very fatigued. But if we eat well, we feel well. And Proverbs 23, 7 clearly states, it clearly tells us, as we think in our hearts, so we are. We become what we think about. So the question is, what am I thinking? Are my thoughts negative? Are they sinful? Or are they good thoughts? What am I thinking? If they are negative or sinful, we have to take captive of those thoughts that are going on in our minds because we have to become everything that God has called us to be. You see, if we allow those negative thoughts to linger in our minds, it will get into our hearts. And now our thoughts are ruling our lives. It's controlling us. And when that happens, our life is now going into the direction of our thoughts. We can't allow that to happen. You see, there are good thoughts and there are bad thoughts. And they both can take root in our hearts. Sometimes we have no control of the thoughts that enter our minds, but we do have control of them staying or lingering. We have that control. We have the final say. God has given us the authority to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of Christ. We have to bring them into captivity and every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's his word. We have to take control of those thoughts that are going on in our minds. We have to guard our hearts. We have to think about the things that we're thinking so that we're able to make sure the right thoughts are being 
in our minds. When we change our thoughts, it will change our life. Again, when we change our thoughts, it will change our life. Fear, anxiety, anger, worry, resentment, lust, pride, jealousy. You see, the more we give power to these thoughts, the more they will settle in our hearts. And then they will become a part of who we are. We can't allow that to happen. See, therefore, we can't have conversations with fear. We can't talk to worry. We can't even have a glass of lemonade and give it to pride. We can't entertain it. We have to make sure we remove those thoughts from our minds so that it will not get into our heart. We have to protect our heart. In Proverbs 4.23, it says, Above all else, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Another version says, because everything you do flows from it. You know, first, it starts with a thought. And then that thought enters your heart. And then it's going to come out of your mouth. You see, our words that comes out of our mouths, it's like toothpaste. When you squeeze out toothpaste, you can't put it back in there. Our words are the same. It's out there now. Now, we do, we can, rather, we can apologize and make it right because that's what we're supposed to do. That's Christ-like. That's the character of God when we apologize and make it right. But we can't look at it as though we never said it and as though it never happened. Apologize. Two words saying I'm sorry goes a long ways. It mends. It heals relationships. But a lot of, uh, of us, we allow pride to get in the way, but we can simply say, I'm sorry, and allow relationships to, to be mended and healed back together again. Guard your heart with all diligence. It sounds like it's a mandate. It's what we're supposed to do. We got to guard our hearts with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. You see, our issues of life flows from our heart, all of life issues, financial issues, relational issues, emotional issues. It all goes back to the condition of the heart, but it first starts with a thought. When you go through these issues of life, what are you thinking? Are they thoughts of defeat? Are they thoughts of depression? Are they thoughts of anger? We have to choose to turn those thoughts, negative thoughts, sinful thoughts, to positive thoughts by applying the word of God. When we do that, we're at peace. We have joy. You see, your behavior and the health of your heart are connected. Your behavior and the health of your heart 
are connected. You see, an example here, I'm a teacher. I love teaching. And out of my years of teaching, I have heard this particular phrase many times. When the student is caught saying something or doing something he or she shouldn't be doing or should not have said. First thing they say, Mrs. Brown, I didn't mean to say it. Then the next phrase that comes after that, I was like, five, four, three, two, one, here we go. She made me mad. He, he, he made me mad, that's why I said that. But I didn't mean to say it. You see, it first started with the, with the thought. And I said, obviously, you meant to say it. You thought it, it entered your heart, and now it came out of your mouth. You see, we have to watch that. We have to guard our hearts. We have to make sure that we take control of our thoughts and our emotions. You are in charge of your heart. You are. This is why the scripture says to guard your heart. We have to watch what comes into our minds. We have to watch it. Listen, before it becomes a feeling or bad attitude, it becomes a thought. Before it becomes a feeling or bad attitude, it becomes a thought. Another example, you're trying to figure out why you are popping off at the mouth at everybody and they're like, uh, she was just happy. She was just talking. He was so excited when he came into the office, but now he's popping off at everybody. Sometimes you can trace that thought back and it doesn't take long because sometimes it can be just flipping through, going through a Facebook page. Somebody that you know that you don't like too much, they may have said something and now you're like, Oh, maybe that was directed towards me. Oh, maybe he was talking about me. Oh, I'm going to deal with him when I see him. You know, or she was talking about me. That's why she posted that. You got these thoughts going on in, in your minds, but God wants us to deal with it. And once we deal with it, we will have so much joy and so much peace. You have to deal with it. You have to tell yourself, hey, you know what? I am not going to let that phase me. And furthermore, she may not have been talking about me. He may not have been talking about me. This is just my thinking. And now it got, it has me all off course. I can't even function today and do what I'm supposed to do. Because you are allowing a thought into your mind. Then it's got into your heart and you didn't deal with it. Now it's coming out in your attitude and your speech, all of that. We have to guard our heart, guard your heart. We have to make sure that anger, envy, jealousy, lust, resentment, pride, negative emotions, we have to deal with them. Make sure that it doesn't enter our heart because it will flow out of our mouths. We have to set our minds on things above. Set it on things above. And when we don't, we don't have to wonder what to think. God's word tells us what to think. That's what I love about God. 
He says, everything you need, you can find in me. Find in me. He tells us what to think. He said, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, pure, lovely, good report, if there is any virtue and praiseworthy, worthy, think on these things. He tells us what to think on. And I guarantee you, because I've tried it for myself, when we think on those good things and choose not to dwell on the negative, we will find peace and joy when we think on those things that he has told us what to think on. We should think God thoughts. We should be thinking God's thoughts. When we are thinking his thoughts, they are powerful thoughts. When we are thinking God's thoughts, we will begin to see what he's thinking about us. And by the way, God is always thinking about us. His word, in fact, says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They're thoughts of peace and not of evil. They're thoughts that will give you in an expected end. This is what he's thinking about us. He thinks about us. What a blessing that is just to know that. God, you have me on your mind today. You have me on your mind. So God, I want to make you smile and make sure that I do everything that I'm supposed to do. I may mess up, God, but I'm going to dust it off and get it right and make it right for you. And as you change your thoughts, it will produce a change in your life. I'm going to say that again. As you change your thoughts, it will produce change in your life. Well, I hope you got something out of the word of God today. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. We invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. Also, you can visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.